Hello, 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 and welcome to Bitches with Beards. And on today's episode, I asked a question. When will I be enough to be raised up by Jason Kelsey? <laughs> well, fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And we both have opinions. So let's get this party started. Cheers. Cheers. How many head shakes do you get in knowing that we've reached the gap between what we're saying and the musical bit? I get, I can move my head, it's three times, isn't it? I, yeah, I was say, I get it three times, yeah. Weird question. We try and time it each week that, <laughs> so I don't have to make a cut where the music comes back up, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. I know, behind the curtain, let's see how the sausage is made. The most boring behind the curtain ever. Strangely <laughs> enough, more organs used in the making of this podcast than a sausage. Oh, yes. True, yeah. So, Daniel, have to ask, we are firmly, mmm, cuzzy-wuzzy, firmly. firmly in the new year. This is going to be the last episode we are going to record for January, mm, yes, which is, is scary. Oh, oh God, yes. yes. We said we were going to be more intentional. Mm-hmm. How have you been more intentional? So my intentions, I have leaned so hard into that, you know, self-care whenever I get home. I have read two of my books already for the year, and was about to start a third and said absolutely not. Um, and I've been doing pretty well with the damp or drier January minus last night for mm, reasons yeah. we talked about. Yeah, but no, it's it's been very good. Like I, I feel like there is going to be a more proactive, more said lifestyle change yeah. this time. Yes, mine's been more celebration or uh, not say celebration. That sounds really gay and American. Yeah, but, uh, celebration. <laughs> but no, like so we've had a lot of bad weather or a lot of snow, which isn't mm-hmm. good for running. I don't run in the snow because I I don't see the point of one extra run that's going to eliminate you for six weeks. Yeah. But especially uh, our dogs need to be taken out. I don't take them out till usually seven a.m. because of the you know unless it's unless otherwise because of the light. And mm-hmm. actually the other day. It was, I think it was yesterday, so recording Thursday, and I was like, got up, you know, did a lot of social media for the new episode, which I love doing, and that got to me to about seven. I had to get the dogs out, they took a little bit longer. Seven thirty, we need to get out for that run because we need to be back by eight to get in the shower to get into the office. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to stress about only having a 20, 25 minute run. I, I've got out for 20, 20, 25 minutes more. So yeah. I think having that intention of knowing why you're doing something mm-hmm. helped my mental health for that bit. Good. This morning, my mental health was not worked because I was going to have a really long run and the public toilets at one of the little parks was taken up by people and they were taking way too long. So I just had to cut my run short. Wait, which little park? Oh, that one. Oh, yes. Not my problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's mine. So aside from taking way too long in a public toilet this week, Daniel, how was yours? So there was a discovery at work this week. Three and a half weeks into the new job, I have finally found a tea kettle. A tea kettle that works. Because I sat there and I was just like, Max would kill me if I put it in the microwave to heat up my water. I would just about accept that thing that comes with usually coffee makers, that 
tap. Yeah, did not do that, and we do not have that. But finally found a tea kettle that, uh, or an electric kettle that works, and I've been enjoying my lovely white tea and my Earl Grey tea in the mornings yet again, and it's been so nice. I've been caffeinated. I've been facing the day, and people are like, "You're in a better mood." I'm like, "Of course I am." <laughs> so just just for reference, you cannot make tea in a microwave. No, you can make piss in a microwave. Yeah, and use a tea bag as one of the ingredients. But trust me, what if you think that's good? I'm pursing lips. So here's the. This is my lips pursing. Mm. Mm. Yes. So the funny thing is, Courtney, who you met at my one birthday, yes. she's like, I don't think Max would be upset with that. I'm like, he would be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he would kill me. I would go out there, <laughs> buy a kettle, boil with water, and then throw that in your face. Right. I'm like, he he would kill me, and I'm like, and I deserve it too because yeah. it's not it's not tea. Whenever you do it in the microwave, it's just no. not. If we can serve, pi- the gays need to have piping hot. Tea. There should be steam. It should have been boiling at some point. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, how was your week? Uh, week has been good. Been uh, untangling some Gordian knots at work. But, yes. Uh, yes. They are untangling, which is rather nice. Um, finally. Well, well, you're a historian. It's all about the untangling. Isn't it, it really is truly about the untangling and hoping that there's a paper trail and finding out that there's not one so it's so, really so fun I just turned from watching the recording to Daniel and he taking his glasses off and I'm so used to his glasses that I'm like wow you forget how different you look <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't mean to shock you like that he was like wow he looks weird I felt like I had something in my eye and it's just like trying to get it out so didn't want to do it on top yeah, my of my shocked face uh, yeah let you get and goop it on that one gagged and goop if indeed if yes so how's your week man how's your week it was good that we had the weekend was basically spent doing uh, British stuff because I celebrated my eight years in the country. Yes, you did. Which was very nice. We went to the Queen Vic in H Street, uh, North East, and mm. I drank four British, different British beers, so had a little bit of a heavy head later on. Uh, and sausage rolls and bangers and mash. And it was really good, though. They made, they, they I'm going to be quite blunt, the shepherd's pie there was atrocious. Oh. I don't usually like to bitch because it was made of actual sheep, mm. lamb, but it had way too much tomato. It tastes like a goulash, and oh. it was oh. funny because oh, no, obviously no. we're celebrating my Britishness. I'm there in British stuff. I wear my my Greg's hat, and the hubs takes a bite of his, and he's like, "I'm not really sure about this." And I went, "Then you need to set." This. I said, "This is really not actually good." And he went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I always say this, you know, me and the hubs were very fortunate uh, in a very fortunate position financially, you know, we you know, we we we're lucky, mm-hmm. but like fuck he's gonna sit and grumble and grouse over twenty two dollars worth of potato and meat. Yeah, whenever you told me that price on Saturday, I was like, What? No. So I said no. so we sent it back and we he came back they eventually came back with a tikka masala and it was pretty good actually. But it oh. wasn't it was good, but my bang is a mash, pure deliciousness. Oh that's good. Okay. So but, fingers a mash. And then we went out Saturday, we went out Saturday night, mm. though we felt like the youngest people in Ice Company. We were the oldest people. I mean, that was it. Sorry, that's how you know I'm, how old I am. Like I'm, we went in and there was all like Georgetown co-eds, and I'm like, "What are you doing here in Ice Company?" Yeah, so we were there, and, and they were gays, and I was just like, "What are you doing here in Ice Company?" Because did we end up in? Where did we end up? We ended up at Pop after. Oh, we did end up in Pop. Yeah. yeah, the three of us went to Pop. Pop. Yeah, because we. Yeah, Lucas was there. It was nice to see Lucas. Yeah. Though he was meant to be on tonight, but fortunately, he had to, he's a friend from work who's British Lucas. American, but got a more British accent than I do. Is younger, taller, better looking. He's Hugh Grant to my Colin Firth. I don't know that he has more of a British accent. He's than got you. that clipped 
He has an Oxford accent. Yeah, yes. I think he comes under the charming British accent. Yes, reminds yeah. the rough and ready. But we love you anyways. Thank you. Uh, Sunday we had uh, British people over mm-hmm. and we did a roast dinner and it was nice because we just met a lovely British uh, Canadian couple who are now moving to Canada, uh, not Canada, Chicago. Uh, uh, and we're like, we're all like, why could we not meet earlier? Uh, but I did a roast dinner for them. But the week's been interesting. Nice. Yeah, we had back in the office. Uh, Big week. I got to meet. They announced my new boss. I got to meet my new boss. I'm very excited for that. But still, uh, it's going to be an interesting year. So remind me with your new boss. This is something that we can leave in for yeah. the podcast. Does she officially start, or will be starting, or starting a couple of months because of just government stuff? Got it. But very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so it's all official, but they mm. can't really because of different. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't going to ask you. But that, yeah. it was very. No, it was nice, but. Definitely going to be a, an interesting year. I mean, we had a chat before this that the in-person, uh, in-person, out-person situation is oh, is, yes. is becoming a bit of a mind fuck, to be honest. And I don't know how. Yeah, you know, people, you, I'd love to hear how people feel about yeah, it. Yeah. If you're going through similar situations where we've been waiting, we we had a lot of indecision at work, and then our big boss stepped down and so no one really decided that what you know it was like well, it wasn't their place they weren't going to bring in stuff we're unionized they're not going to bring it in while waiting as they're going out the door like yeah. it's not fair but it's still very i'm lucky that the that there's members of my team that do have to be in a lot and mm-hmm. we've formed a little bonds and a group of us actually went out actually were taken for lunch which is very nice oh, yes but it is i'm i'm looking forward for that question to be answered I think you'll probably get clarity in that. I yeah. feel I feel like it's in the cards. I'm doing a I'm doing a reading right now, not not with cards. But they take like, me yeah. as someone that will could be just projecting. Will be in at least three days, and I can I don't know. I can see. I I imagine that they're going to yeah. be very firm. It's something about their energy that I'm enjoying. Yeah, I could from the photo I saw. I can pick yeah. it up, and yeah, I I think. Three days is fine, actually. Like technically, I'm three days, but I go in four days. I was phoned straight in because I, I, yeah. I don't be going to much of my work, but I'm a media producer for an organisation, and they, uh, they straight. My my first thing was not just passing hi. My name is Max, but you know, uh, if you can look over here, please, and I'll get a photo there. Look and, over there. And turn this way. They, and and, you're and like, turn that way. And you have you're, you're suddenly giving orders. You're like, Ugh. but <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. But it was it was nice to meet them, and I, I I'm. Don't come across that professional sometimes, but when I'm in work mode, I am like hyper, like and I'm looking forward to meet working with you this yeah. year. I hope you have a good evening. My voice goes deeper. <laughs> well, I told you, I sound like a lesbian. When we got a UCOO in that time, um, oh, you know, I, yes. the hubs always like go up to that person in the bar and say hi. I'm like, no, UCO. I'm like, walk up to the office, knock, knock. Hi, I just want to introduce myself. My name's Pat. You know, <laughs> I'm looking forward to meeting you. I'll talk with a list. I am a homosexual. My voice just go down like this. <laughs> if you're British, I sound like Myra Stewart. <laughs> and now for the 10 o'clock news. <laughs> That's the lie. 9 o'clock news. Myra would never work for ITV. Oh, never. I have no clue who it is, so it's wonderful. Lovely, lovely presenter. I've got five because she got too old. No joke. Oh. Scandal at the BBC. Well, we do yeah. not like that at all. We do not. Well, if my voice going is deep, Daniel, I might need a drink. We'll call you Fernella Fastra with that one. 
Now, I have been spending a lot of time with Ina this week, and I'll explain why later because yes, of my yes. cooking. So, you buzzed me mm-hmm. and said, Max, you always buzz me and say, what do you fancy this week? Yeah. I usually say nine inches you know, connected to a hairy chest. But I also say the same thing. thing as well, and then we have a fight, and then we split up, then we don't talk, and then we have a podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I said, well, it has to be Rosé because of Barbie. Uh, yes. I'm so excited for this episode because we're going to discuss the whole Oscars, BAFTAs thing. But yeah. I said the only thing I could think of is a nice Rosé this week. Yes, so we are having a very nice grandeur Rosé. Uh, apparently it's made with organic grapes. But I got it because you said not bubbles, and I said okay, one of not bubbles. So there yeah, we go. I didn't feel it was. But I, I feel no, I, I, bubbles are celebration. Yeah, yeah, and we weren't celebrating. Yeah. Uh, also, bubbles give us the worst. It's a Thursday night. Yeah, you have to work tomorrow, and I have a meeting at three o'clock tomorrow. Even you, though I'm off. I <laughs> hate that you always like. I don't have to work, but someone decided. Uh, someone did. Well, Julie oh, decided. Thank you. Oh, the bitch. I know. That's really nice. Yeah, this is a good, pleasant rosé. You are the old priest, young priest to my Linda Blair exercising <laughs> oh, the demons. I didn't know where we were going with this Of one. university cheap rosés. Oh, yeah. No, I, I always try to get a good rosé whenever. No, it's nice. Her. Yeah. Is rosé such an interesting... What would you kind of pair this with? Where would you have this inner meal? Mm, let me take one more sip. Mm. I think you could probably get away with having it for the entree if it was um, meat that's grilled. Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah. You could. I think I think this one is, it's not sweet. I think you could actually get away with having it with, like, maybe red meat of some sort. So, like, grilled steak of some, yeah. Yeah. yeah, carne asada. So yeah. I don't really have... I don't have a snack first, but I'm uh, a, I've got something left over for my food from the weekend. Okay. And when I explain it, it's, it's a good thing. It's not that, oh, oh yeah. I'm going to get a dodgy piece of chicken out and go, here you go. Well, I, I'm worried about it because you were talking about not so great shepherd's pie. <laughs> oh, God, no. But no, I do have something that I, after I'd love you for try because it oh, yeah. came out yeah. really well, but I'm excited to talk to you about it. Yeah, there, there was something I saw on Instagram today that I almost sent you. I did send you one thing on Instagram, but they made like a custard with oranges with like Jaffa cakes around it. And then they froze it. And I was just like, like a, what? Like you use Jaffa cakes and put custard on it? Yeah. That'd be like a trifle in a way. But it wasn't a trifle. That was a thing. It was like in a square dish and there was like whole oranges that they just halved and put in there yeah because I've never made custard from scratch yeah, because yeah. it's egg and it's I will, I would like yeah. I think maybe that's a skill this year I'd like to because it is a, there yeah. is a skill to it I can teach you how to do tiramisu to do that I my mum used to like, I think do like a cheats tiramisu mm-hmm. because she wasn't a baker so she used yeah. to make that for guests but no a, a trifles like I would definitely say is a British tiramisu mm-hmm. in that yeah. it's um, I think you start off with it's meant to be what a layer of fruit and jelly um, and for American audiences jello <laughs> and then there's a sponge soaked in the jelly yeah layered with cold custard yes now it sounds disgusting and a lot of people like my mum don't like it mm-hmm. but it is pretty damn fucking delicious so I do like trifle my mum used to make a version of it uh, an American version not a legit one that it was uh, yellow sponge. Yeah. And then it was chocolate pudding. 
Cool Whip, and then Heath Bars, like Crunch Jab, and you did like two layers of that. It was actually very chocolatey. We might right? do a trifle off at one point. Yeah, we point. might we might trifle off. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to start yeah. doing. We're very excited. I mean, we're having little bits of chats here. Yeah. Daniel and I this weekend, we've been left alone because the hubs has been sent off on a job. And Daniel and I are mm. going to be discussing oh, yes. um, some equipment. We would like to expand yes. um, the Bearded Bitch Empire. And we are looking for exciting equipment. And I I would love to start... We want to get... like This is part of wanting to get some guests in. At the moment, we, yeah. we're very you know, we're very rigid of what we can do. But I would love to start doing... like five re- like creating a meal entree as appetizer entree dessert but the british our, our equivalent oh, so yeah, we do like the trifles yeah. and all yeah. that um but it's sorbet in the middle oh. so we can like cleanse the palate like princess oh, yeah. diary style oh yeah yeah Ooh, yes, I, I yeah, that. because I think we have so, especially you being from the south, there's so yeah. much that southerners and English are cousins. Like, yes, it's funny when I, I think I said this when we got married. Uh, we used a lot of British traditions as well, mm-hmm. and the southerners all came up and said that was really nice. And I said I can't, yeah. I can see where else yeah. Alcon stuff comes from. Well, that's late. That, that's early news. But what's been bugging you this week? What's been buzzing you? Why are you glad you have some alcohol? Oh, so glad that I have some alcohol to talk about the stuff that is gay, gay adjacent and just a little bit camp today. A lot camp, actually. Um, so we're going to have a quick little drive-by first. So the Greek parliament needs to really do something because they have enough votes to pass same-sex marriage, but they're waiting for what? We don't know. It's the Greeks. Maybe it's the Elgin Marbles. I don't know. They've been waiting thousands of years because they bloody invented a damn thing. Yeah. Anyways, so that's all I'm going to say on that. They have the votes. Some good news. Yay. If you live in Massachusetts, these... <laughs> good. They, they've, been waiting, they've been waiting since... Thousands <laughs> of years. <laughs> they've been waiting since the Mayflower. <laughs> yeah, it was all it was all downhill after that one, wasn't it? Just There was no up. Sorry, I do like Massachusetts. I like Boston well enough. I like Ben Affleck. And John uh, Krasinski. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, there we go. That's it. That's it. That's it. Anyway, so the Massachusetts... <laughs> that's all I can wax poetic about. They're just on the flag waving. <laughs> <laughs> Holding a beer. Oh, Dunkin I like donuts. Sam Adams. <laughs> oh, well, okay, so you've got three things that you like about Massachusetts. Yeah, because their team-making <laughs> facilities are shit. right me shutting up continue no no you're absolutely fine but speaking of you know archaic things like Madonna well (laughs) Madonna the Mayflower she came over like the old lady on side it's been 84 years years. I mean I do have to question that sometimes with her she is Pocahontas I would never go that far, Max. That might be a bridge too far on that one. <laughs> All right, back to our story, though. Yeah. Okay, so the Massachusetts Senate, mind you, this is the Senate. They have two houses in their legislature. Unanimously passed a bill to repeal all sodomy laws that were historically on the books, not really enforced anymore because yeah. gay marriage is legal there, along with the Walking while trans laws, which I am not certain what that is. The article I looked at did not explain what that is, but I am wondering if it's like 
being in drag walking down the street. Yeah, that um I don't know much, but I do know that a lot of the time they linked wearing clothes not assigned to your sex as indecency. Right. And that's how they got a lot especially New York got a lot of people. So right. I'm guessing that was an offshoot of that. I'm guessing it's an offshoot of that as well. Like there was not a lot of context clues. We're going with that. Um, however, this measure is very symbolic because yeah. the judicial uh, judiciary in Massachusetts has already said, you can be gay, don't worry about the sodomy laws. So this is more symbolic. Um, it's supposed to go to the House after this. We'll see if they actually pass it. Um, here's a scary thing. Boston, or, sorry, Massachusetts, uh, their state legislature is predominantly Democrat. Yeah. However, they're not certain it's going to pass the House. And it's just like, the majority is like 112 to like 35 or something like that. And I'm like, how can it still not pass with having... Anyways, I don't... Usually there's yeah. little things in there, isn't it? And yeah, someone twists yeah, it off. Yeah, So, listeners, you might want to keep watching in the next few weeks to see if it actually passes. They've tried to do something similar in the past, but uh, we'll see. And just generally, you know, Daniel did is really good bringing this up because there's a lot of these laws out there. There's yes. a lot of hidden laws. You're... When we say, you know, clothes assigned to your sex, you're talking skirts. You're talking anything, like, color-wise, if it's a, it, it, it's discretionary. It could be a wig, for heaven's sake. And Nails. It's, it's, and it, it, we don't quite live yet in the 21st century. No. We've still got one toe back. So, if you're... I know that we don't have any Trump supporters like, listening to this <laughs> podcast, so we might. And if you do... Can you just DM us, actually? We'd be very curious to have a conversation with yeah, you. Yeah. I know we shouldn't have, but kind of. Uh, uh, but, yeah. you know, there's these laws here that are hidden in plain sight. Mm-hmm. And if you think they don't matter, it's because we have a Democrat in the White House. But these are going to get dug out with the wrong people in power. Right. So this is why we need to keep looking at local elections, big yes. elections. Local and matter. do not accept that one family member that goes, well, they just say it because they're bored. No, no. Keep eyes. But local counts. Thank you, Daniel, for that piece. That I, one. And I will do a little bit more on this piece. Yes. I don't remember if it was 12 or there are 17 states doesn't matter but there's a substantial number of states that actually still have these laws on the books yeah. so there's a good majority of the people in the US that are living under these draconian like things so and they're chipping away at privacy laws that's yeah. how we have gay marriage it's behind closed doors sodomy laws come under privacy laws if yes. they start chipping away that soon you're gonna say goodbye to butt fucking absolutely be a sad day for me. <laughs> but think of all the red meat you can start consuming. <laughs> I already do, which is the problem. <laughs> I'm dropping sales of ice cubes in DC. Cannot be explained by local local vendors. Daniel no longer went in for his bags of ice. <laughs> mm, it's a snack tonight. Oh, yes. However, some more good news. Congratulations to Coleman Domingo. He became... The other day, whenever the Oscar nominations were I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, I do believe it was Tuesday. He became the second gay man to receive an Oscar nomination for playing an openly gay character. So he was nominated for his role in Rustin as the title character of Rustin. Which I think is a season Netflix. I don't remember. It's, it's either my, Netflix or Prime. It's on my list, but I definitely yeah, excited yeah. for. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely, I've got to go see it. Uh, he was preceded by Sir Ian McKellen uh, for his role in Gods and Monsters. Oh, I love that film. I have never seen that film. 
I realised. Do you know what it's about? No. It's about the director of Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, Whale, I believe his name is. Uh, and he's a homosexual, as, as no. you explained. Yeah. But he becomes obsessed with his gardener. In oh. a good... In a... In, it gets a bit at the end, but the mm. gardener's played by Brendan Fraser, and there's a, there's oh. and I don't yeah I have seen parts don't of this. believe in objectify, especially people like Brendan Fraser have gone through some shit. But yeah. for those who don't know, a film about looking at Brendan Fraser for a gay lens in the nineties. <laughs> if you have, if you don't know why that is significant for a young gay man, and you have not lived that man, it's still a very good looking guy. Mm. But back then he was a stunning man but it's a very yeah. good film and it's a very it's interesting so yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say, I say I'm, I'm glad you did the research because yeah. I was like but I can't that film is kind of very it's not old but it's, it's it, older is, yeah. it, is it early 2000s or late 90s I think it was somewhere in there so it's been a while it's about 20 years old yeah, yeah. so that's kind yeah. of sad yeah. I'm going to talk a bit about the um, yeah. uh, the, the a gay nomination mm. in my culture section. Actually. All right. Well, that is all the news that I have this week. Uh, so I'm going to defer to you because there's at least one story that I didn't know how to broach that you've got. Well, we were watching it live. So my first news is this is not so much camp as it is, Max, uh, but they no. have announced they're working on a new Jurassic World film. I'm mm. a huge Jurassic Park fan. I saw all of them apart from one at the like Guts me, mm. missed the middle one. This is actually not that good. Oh, okay. The Jurassic World Dominion, which goes, it's like two films in one, oh, but it still okay. bugs me. But I did see the first one at the cinema when I was eight years old, loved it. But it, is they're working with the original writer David Coep. Uh, there's no real word yet who's going to be involved. Mm. So the last one really did kind of finish off the two trilogies mm. very nicely. The direction could have been tighter. Mm. Uh, the opening sequence could have had a bit more horror in it, but that's just me. Oh, you just like blood and guts. And no, um, it's a bit where they're on a farm and there's some like genetically altered locusts, and mm. they kind of come out of. It's not done with enough tension. Ah. Like when have you seen Lost World Jurassic Park? Yes. You know the bit where she, the little girl's feeding the dinosaurs and they start to crowd her at the start. Yeah. And do you, how much blood do you see? You see the mum come around the corner and scream. Ah, they needed tension. that tension. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's why I just felt it was a bit. I was like, God, I I could see. There's nothing as tense as it happening off screen. Yeah, it needed that yeah. beat. Anyway, that's just that. So I'm yeah. excited for that. Uh, this is exciting. Uh, Margot Robbie and a stylist, Andrew McCamel. Um, I've teamed up for Barbie the World Tour fashion photo book. I didn't know about this, yes. Yeah. I am excited for that because for those that didn't know, before the strikes hit, the uh, well, Margot was rocking every Barbie look. They were recreating every oh, Barbie yes. fashion item down to that, that phone. The phone was the one oh, that made me laugh. I loved it. The attention to detail was perfection. I, it, do you know it's odd that when I saw this I'm like that's nice uh, but also I was a bit like wow I, this feels like an afterthought for what was such a legendary mm. um, red carpet looks which you know obviously is going to be 
glad you triumphed by the Academy Awards this year. Thank mm. you so much for your support of Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig. Uh, not bitter. Going to go into that later. But this is... I, I'm not saying... I'm probably not going to buy... These books now are fucking expensive. Right. But I might be tempted to look at it and see and get... Because some of it really was so intricate what they did. Yeah, I might be... I might, I might purchase it depending on... I, I'm, you know, you know me. I love my fashion. I love my coffee table books. I still want to get that coffee table book of the, that photo exhibit I went to. Oh yes. Oh, you you should it. you should look in the National Gallery and see their bookstore if they still have it. I did actually. I looked on Amazon. It was about twenty dollars cheaper. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Finally, this is going to be a joint one because there's too much man for one person. Oh, I would take all those man. We're going to go into my sports news in a bit, but I did sit and watch live the antics of one Mr. Huggable Bear, Jason Kelsey. Ah, my future husband. So, I will break down. If those didn't watch the Bills game on Sunday... Don't worry, you didn't miss much. <clears throat> uh, oh, did did they not miss much? Did did they not? Well, if you watched the first half, you saw plenty. If you missed the, the second half, doesn't matter. It doesn't count. Oh, what happened in that fourth quarter? We lost. Um, what? Oh, I'm sorry, the <laughs> listeners didn't hear that. The Bills lost. Oh, okay. So it cuts to well, we've been we. We couldn't... I, I will bring my sports bit for my culture to explain it. We could uh, not get into the Bills bar. Exiles was full. They were very rude to me as well. I'm going to say that one because I tried... We got in, they were like, no more people. And then three people left. And I said, can we... He said, do you want to look in there and go in there? I went, fuck you, we're walking away. So, you know, so we went... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I like Sorry. Exiles, but I was a bit... Their dog people are pissy bitches. So we walked over to Whitlow's, <laughs> wow. sat at the bar... And we'll go into, yeah. but then so we so we're watching it in a non-denominational, uh, shall we say, a non-denominational bar. Okay, were you surrounded by cheese fans? Yes. So we okay, were cheering. That, we were that's trying, all you're so saying. Taylor kept appearing on, and she always, you know, I I, I give them that. They, she never looks bored. You know, no. they they never catch her picking her nose or you know yeah. you know yawning, but. It then cuts to the splendor that is Jason Kelsey. Now there is a bit, a bit of debate within our group because Travis is very good looking like he's very yeah. handsome he's not you know like he's not he's obviously got money dating Taylor Swift football player handsome uh-huh. and it's nuts that he's 6'5 Jason's 6'3 but doesn't look it so Jason's no. a big guy yes. like he's big he's also like two years younger than me yes which is a little scary because he does look like he's Older, older. It looks. He looks like he's about 41, 42. Oh yeah, I was gonna say he looks like about. Travis looks sure. smart. Travis looks thirty six. He has a he has he has a sorrowful eye. Yeah. So anyway, he cuts to Jason and he's in his hat, but he's got his whole torso out, and of course the gays are like resplendent, resplendent, looking gorgeous. So he spends most of it flaunting his dad bod with a beer in hand. Now, am I right? Uh-huh. Was this the first time you met Taylor? Yes. So I watched their podcast this week. Yes. And apparently this was the first time that he had met Taylor. So how was it the first time he met Taylor? Because when she first went to the first game, yeah, they'd been dating a little bit. That wasn't yeah. the first date, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the press. Yeah. So how did it take that? Because them two are quite close. How did he, how did Travis know he liked Taylor about Jason meeting her? Uh, well, they've been discussing it on their podcast, and we're you know the brotherly back back and forth. So um, I don't know. 
it just feels like I was like yeah I read that but I couldn't find that you know when you read it then you yeah. go I mean you must do it for the podcast all the time yeah, yeah. you read so I go that's interesting it's like was it really was, was, that, it was, it, was, it, was like was, was it, it just a martini was, was it google on a martini <laughs> it was a martini <laughs> so just to break down what we saw I said we saw his body you know we all know that uh, he's got a bigger body than Travis it's a cute body I love it there's a little sprinkling of hair gorgeous so apparently he the room is he pre-game with the Bills fans okay or he he um tailgated some Bills Tell, fans uh, pre-game tailgated, yes. of, yeah at the yeah. end you know uh huh he jumped down, was hanging out with some supporters. Uh-huh. So a little girl with a I love Taylor or whatever right. sign lifted her up. Brings her into the, the thing. Sweet. Yes. Taylor says hi, apparently. Uh-huh. does Because she's on Hoda. Yeah. Now, apparently the mum was like, he was clearly had a drink. He had had several drinks. drinks. But said apparently, because he's the father of three daughters, which yes. is adorable. Yes. I'm sorry. Guys are like that with daughters. Guys with sons like that, I, I, I there's, a, oh, yeah. there's a toxicity, I'm sorry, but guys with daughters like that, there's a nurture thing that just gets my little bravery going. <laughs> and <laughs> she was like, yeah, he, I was, uh, but apparently like, he has three daughters and I knew that he would look after her. Right. Did you know that her about the wife told him to get his ass back in? Yes. Do you know who delivered that news though? No. Patrick Mahomes' dad <laughs> <laughs> was sent down and said, was it a guy who's told you to get your ass back in here now? <laughs> so the whole... She'd had it. <laughs> this is camp football culture. Oh, it is. It is. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this is what I thought. He sounded like he was having a good time. He looked like he was having a good time. I've watched a lot of clips for that. We... I, I seriously doubt that Taylor is scared off in a fan of this. No. I I love Kelsey. I think Kelsey... Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Kylie, because Kylie Kelsey. Yeah. You know, as I said, I think... I, I, I know that we're going to see some really cute photos of yeah. her and Ty- Taylor together. Uh-huh. I think what's lovely is there's clearly like a starter family for Taylor and, and Travis to... Ha- they're, they're looking yeah. towards that. Do you have anything on your notes for shenanigans? Oh, I don't have anything on my notes for the shenanigans other than, like, I was just eating it up. Everything I was seeing, I wanted to see more, and I wanted to see more. I do love the fact he... Again, he's like a cuddly little bear of a creature. Or big oh, bear. He's like, again, 6'3". Yeah, he, he, is a, he is a regular bear. bear. <laughs> he's quite big for a DC bear, actually. Yeah. But too big for a DC bear. He wore sweats. Oh, I. And you know that his lovely wife is always would never ever. She always got enough. You know that her casual days are like a real good pair of jeans and a nice top. And even if she wore a hoodie, it'll be fitted boobs and that. Yes. And he just turns up in sweats, takes his top off, puts a beanie on, and is there screwing uh-huh. of beer. And you're like, the theme of this episode is really like. Wow, men really can just shit on a cake and everyone will eat it. Well, it's very true. However, I will bring up the other podcast. Um, so they were talking back and forth about it, and uh, Travis was like, "Oh, you know, how did you feel about you know meeting Taylor Swift and like taking your shirt off in front of her?" And he's like, "Well, she should have known what she was getting into." He's like, "I was drunk and fought like one of my teammates the night that I met." Um, Kylie, like he's like, I was blackout drunk. He's like, I wasn't gonna behave any differently, which I was also like very like approachable. Like he was just being himself. 
which I love. He's unfazed by that celebrity, which is just awesome. The thing is, you he's going to be phased when... So how old's his oldest, though? I think she's like four. So maybe? when they start to know who Taylor Swift is, right. and they will very soon. Oh yes, they will very soon. He's yeah. going to be talking. He, every time there's a whisper of, um, um, you know, a little bit of a crack in their relationship, he's like, "You cannot let Taylor leave our lives. Our faces <laughs> will kill you. They'll never quite forgive." Anyway, that's enough. Wow, that was um, a lot of like, news this week. Kind of did provide, didn't it? A little bit. It did, and it was the news that I needed to sustain myself. We'll put it that way because it's been an odd week. It yeah. has been. So, how are Daniel? Tell me about your gay culture. Oh, my gay culture. So, my food of the week. Still going with the Whole Foods thing. Yum, I yum, tried yum. their pad thai. Mm-hmm. From- how was it? You know, it was not that bad. It is not going to be like swimming coconut. Like, by all means, my recommendations, have some coconut milk to add to it. And I would add shrimp to it because it doesn't come with that. But it was it was good. Like, it heated up in like four minutes. Nice. And you get two servings out of it. So, like, you could have a, you know, dinner be made. Yeah. All right. Drinks of the week. So, two more got tried. There was Gia. It was horrific. It like was, the film. It was so bitter. Like, more bitter than that phony Negroni. I, I, I'm not doing it. Will not do it. However, my winner of the week was the Kine Euphorics uh, Light Wave. And it tasted just like root beer, though. Interesting. It was not what I was expecting, but it was a little bit of euphoric, and you felt, like, a little bit lighter whenever you took it. Get I might have to try that one. Yeah, I would actually recommend that one. Uh, my songs, uh, this is actually quite interesting. Uh, thank you, NPR, all songs considered, for La Diabla by Javi. Actually, very nice. Um, I think it was Chicano music is what we were calling it. My throwback was The Lady is a Tramp with Lady Gaga, because it's just a good one with her and Tony Bennett. Yeah. Um, my musical of the week uh, was another throwback for me. A chorus line. I'd forgotten how many good songs were in a chorus line. There's no bad song in a chorus there line. There is no bad song in a chorus line. I saw it twice at London Palladium. Did you really? Yeah, when they, they bought the, that, that, that one over. Yeah, yeah. it's um, an absolutely impeccable black box show. Yeah. I've, I mean, at the ballet is probably the least standalone of yeah. all the songs, but it actually narratively has so much arc in it and um, funny story sorry no, no, that, no is that because there's no interval in a chorus line it's a 90 no. minute show yeah it is start to finish stunning mm-hmm. and my mum went took my dad to see it and was a bit nervous that he wasn't going to like it and actually said the only thing I didn't like I shows I love the pacing of it but I wish there was an interval because I could have asked your dad if he was enjoying it mm. and I couldn't but he did really love it good but it's got honestly um i think what i did for love is one of the best songs but if you watch yeah. the movie version they change the context of it yeah but no yeah. it's it's really it's got some really great songs it's, it's iconic they they can't change the opening dance choreography but no yeah it's really good but if you ever get yeah. to see a chorus line go and see it it sounds as it sounds gay but it's actually really gritty it's very, very gritty. gritty yeah and it's got a really good final 
real over the top dance number at the end of it. Oh yes, I mean everyone knows the dance number. Because Daniel, you are my one singular sensation. Oh really? Every little step you take. I mean, I was gonna say this: your dance ten, body three. You just need tits and ass. Dance ten, ass. <laughs> Have you seen Jane Krakowski do that number? Yes. She didn't. Did she do any of Bill? I think she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's very good. Uh, podcast this week, I was all over the place with like different like yeah. one-offs. Highly recommend, however, the Gilded Gentleman. So it's like the Gilded Age, like accompanying podcast. Yeah. They had the actress who played uh, Mamie Fish on it. She was actually really good, very insightful. And how about you? What was your culture of the week? Before I forget, quickly talking about podcasts. Yes, I'm not actually. I should say my podcast. I'm. I'm usually. I didn't. I'm a bit behind on my indie ones this week, unfortunately. People, if if you're living, if you live and love for us, uh, I've been supporting you. I've, <laughs> I, I'm behind because of various things. <sighs> but you like stuff you missed in history class. Yes, they did do one on the lady that built the Brooklyn Bridge. <gasps> oh, yes. uh, Roebling. Yeah, they yeah. and they did say in it that they they that we have to do is we have been inundated yeah. with requests for that. Yeah. So I would highly recommend checking out this week. They did it in okay. 40 minutes. Oh, very good. The yeah. ladies are amazing. If you haven't checked out stuff you missed in history class, those ladies, I just want to be friends with them. Yeah, they're so true. geeky. They've, they're like, this these two women, they've got, they've got these lovely fantastic husbands who just they do all geeky stuff anything yes. history they just lap 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 up so to so I'm lapping up uh, food this week I've made a chilli soup oh I wanted chilli chilli soup is just basically watered down chilli but uh, all the flavour it's thinner yeah. it's thinner but I love doing it with loads of, I just buy whole foods just like was it the four different beans yes so I just buy one of each yeah. and just pour it in and it's just so full of protein yeah it's just great yeah did a roast dinner on Sunday. Uh, did uh, Ina's chicken. Mm-hmm. Did pop a bit of a fight. I don't. Know, she she actually dropped it down to three fifty. I went by the recipe. You start at four twenty five, then you drop down to three fifty. She has another roasted chicken recipe that I actually recommend a little bit more. Yeah, I mean yeah. the flavor of it, perfect. Uh, you know, just rubbing the garlic and the butter, garlic butter. It tasted really good. She has a lemon one that's a lot better. Yeah, but I don't. I don't trust 350. No, I, I don't yeah. do 350. Uh, but it's 400. <laughs> and then afterwards, last night, the hubs wasn't feeling very well. So I took all the chicken, because he hates chicken skin, he hates chicken on the bone. So I cut, 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 cut. With all the excess roast potatoes, did not put the Yorkshire pudding in with it though, because I did spread some Marmite on it and eat that separately. Uh, but I make a butter. Um, my my um, roast dinner curry and uh, we had that last night we still oh, got like two nice. tubs of it you know he's like very nice. you did that I did apple uh, crumble oh very nice that's what I was going to say I've got some left over oh yes but please. I, I did it in the skillet because oh. you so apple crumble is or any crumble in England is fruit uh-huh. And it's fruit and brown sugar, yeah. and you just mix and butter, mix, yeah. mix, 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 mix. That's the crumble. <laughs> and you you put it on the like the stove, yeah. on the stove, like mix, 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 and like reduce it down. Mm-hmm. And then you create the breadcrumbs, which is basically flour and butter. Rub, 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 rub. Create the breadcrumbs. Yeah. Add in some brown sugar. A lot of brown yeah, sugar. Yeah. You bet, if you if you realize you've got no brown sugar, you're fucked. Yeah. Put that on top, and then in the brown sugar doesn't work. Yeah. Because uh, brown and white sugar are differently. Make cookies to understand. Brown sugar creates gooey cookies. White sugar creates crunchy cookies. Yes. So put it in the oven 
and uh, bake for 20 minutes. But that's why you have to reduce it before, yeah. otherwise, because it, it would burn it. But if you do it in a skillet, mm -hmm. you reduce it in a skillet, sprinkle on top, shove the whole skillet in the uh, ah. oven. So I was very farmhouse, skillet comes out. Oh, so, you were farmhouse. Yeah, very farmhouse. Pioneer and, woman. Yes, a skillet apple crumble was really, and it just baked. It's technically not even vegetarian because that was the used skillet. So well, it's got all the juices. Well, but I've got half in there. You have to have a bite because it really did. It really was really good. Uh -huh. I was quite proud of that. Bill's game was fucking <laughs> hilarious. What we're going to go into, yes, the Bill's game did not go the way we wanted it to. Um, sorry, Bill's Mafia. It did not happen like we wanted we hoped to get to the food the next playoffs but we're sitting in Whitlow's and the hubs is doing all the charts because they're not playing the music so we're going we're doing the, the bill is making me want to shout uh, he though I have yeah, changed yeah. the line to the bill is making me want to scream into a pillow that's another story <laughs> and so I'm helping along and eventually this bartender comes up to us and goes yeah guys you need to keep it Oh, oh. So after the halftime show, no, it's no show, but after halftime. The, so so Whitlow's is anti-Bills is what we're saying. Well, it happens. Is oh. What happens is it twists around and all of a sudden the Chiefs start doing well. Travis is on screen, Monster is Taylor Swift. Uh -huh. And then the, they're getting a bit obnoxious and a bit petty behind us. Oh. And it's not just guys, it's these cunting women as well. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be sexist, but quite frankly, these women look like fucking trouble. You know, like, oh my God, they have put Do they look you. like trouble when they walked in? They look like trouble when they walked in. Well, they would fucking walk anyway. So the women got <laughs> obnoxious. The guys started playing off to them because straight guys are the fucking worst oh, sometimes when it comes are. to that. And all of a sudden in front of us t appeared miraculously two shots and the guy, the bartender went, I'm really sorry about them. And, put, oh. and, and we got three okay. shots out of it. So I'm glad it was acknowledged that yes we were only loud because we were winning but uh -huh. you know you may have won that game on Sunday but next day I woke up with a man <laughs> book finished my book on Miriam Margolis book oh, it nice. was excellent I uh, love her film this is a bit interesting I'm looking at time because I want to move on to the the Oscars. So I watched a film Monday night. I did not do my uh, cinema this yeah, week. Yeah, I was a bit shocked. Yeah, well, I had a long day at work. The only film that was available to me was Mean Girls, which me and the Hubs want to see together. Right. I watched Swan Song. Have you heard of this one? Mm, I don't think so. So, long story short, it's about a hairdresser in small town I believe uh, like South Illinois Midwest South sort of thing Mid yeah who's in a care home he's had a stroke uh -huh. his career's in tatters because uh -huh. his assistant years back he basically had this illustrious career in a small town doing all the socialites hair yeah and then he sort of got stuck in that 70s past and his assistant moved on moved on and took yeah opened up a shop opposite and took all his business uh. and now we find him post-stroke in a care home uh -huh. the main socialite has died uh. and in her will it's written that he she wants him to do her hair uh. and so he escapes and walks across town now I bloody well can't remember who played the socialite but she's from Dallas okay um um, or, or or dynasty uh, those are two different shows but, um, <laughs> I mean similar shows but those are two different ones as far as like who could have been playing whom 
Oh, I'm going to have bad because I have to say because you get an idea of the cast. Linda Evans. Oh, okay. So okay. she, like, you see her in flashback and in uh, like imagines. Yeah. But as he's walking across town, he's confronting his demons. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. He, you know, he'd lost a lover to AIDS. Um, he, you meet the assistant who's played by Max. What's going on with you tonight? You're going to slap me for this one. Oh. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Oh. But playing quite a mean character, like nicely, Jennifer Coolidge gets some claws out a little bit, oh. you know. Oh, okay. And then he meets eventually the you know the, the grandson of the socialite played by Michael Yuri. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it's filmed by a guy called Todd Stevens, who many people may not know, but he wrote a film called Gypsy Eighty Nine back in the day. Um, I, I know that Edge of Seventeen the yes, film yeah, yeah. and then he did the gay, uh, another gay movie and another gay sequel mm-hmm. and so the Daniel and I I'm slightly older than dear Daniel but we did grow up with similar gay culture which was these really weird like post yeah. home video movies which yeah. were good Shelter's one of them yeah Shelter we could yeah. literally name all of those films together yeah. and they're not bad but they, they they're not great, great. <laughs> and this in its moments had some glimmers of that but this really felt like Todd Stevens had just grown up Matured, and, right. and yeah. he always films are good he really yeah. he's such a pioneering filmmaker um, Edge of Seventeen is so funny because it has a coming out sequence which he then mocks in his own spoof movie of another gay movie because the, the, the mum plays this, there's the mummy yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's in this as well oh. and the real gay gay one from another gay movie is in this oh. he brings his actors back wow but it reaches moments of real intimacy and intimacy and tenderness uh-huh. and I so check out Todd Stevens check out now what was the gay movie net um oh um there is a wolf and T.L. TL releasing yes yeah type that in and yeah. watch something from the early 2000s they really launched it but yeah. this film felt like it was him coming back and just wrapping that present up so the funny thing is a lot of those used to be on the old Netflix because I remember watching them in college on <coughs> Netflix streaming that's how I got introduced to them <coughs> so <coughs> and I just lost you on that one I killed my my friend do you know when how and I watched them from the old 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 Netflix where they sent the DVDs in the post no it was called Love Film in England they, I used to watch them all TL TL they would be like yeah 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 yeah. Children. God, we are old. You have been educated. <laughs> oh, we're so old. I'm so old. I need a pee break and enough of alcohol. I Daniel, just, can I take a break? Yes. <laughs> that was a break because Daniel and I went really down memory lane on that. Yeah, like we're, we're going to the uh, senior home right now. Yeah, but <laughs> just to finalise what we were saying about those one song, and I, it was wording that came to with Daniel is that if you did watch Opties.tlr after yeah. these releases is it's closure yeah it puts that era of queer cinema to bed and that era should be put on a pedestal watched admired for what it was oh did you see oh, oh I've got to think about it now the bare ones yes oh there you go I did go. not sign up was it was it gastric bypass surgery was the line oh they were the plot was horrible oh we're gonna eating out yes 
And there was Eating Out the sequel, Eating Out 2, Eating Out um, All You Can Eat. All You Can Eat. Uh, eating Out, um, there was something about camp. Drama one. camp. Drama, yes. And Mink Stoll was in all of yes. them. God bless Mink Stoll. Oh. Someone give her a damehood. Oh my God. Like, I had forgotten about Eating Out, which, oh, oh God. <laughs> well, let's, wasn't, no, there was a Jennifer Coolidge like actress in Eating Out, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, it, it was, was definitely it was, inspired was, by Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Anyway, none of these films are getting Oscars, and talking about not getting Oscars, <laughs> that would be good off the cuff, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was very good off the cuff. So, I think it's time for us to move on to gay culture. culture. Well, so the Oscar nominations came out this week. Yes, they did. Um, I'd made my predictions two weeks ago, so uh, not going to go back into them. No. You can go check the episode out and yeah. boost up our listenership. <laughs> Daniel, how do you feel? Um, I feel like there were some things that were left out that should not have been left out. Would you mind if I set the scene a little bit? Yeah, I'll let you set the scene and I'll piggyback off of you. So this is how Oscar nominations work. Do you know how they work? Is it who who can buy the most votes? Yes. Uh, so there are roughly ten thousand members of the academy uh, across seventeen branches. Are you a member of the academy? I am not actually. I, I don't actually, know how you I, be eligible, but I think you have to be involved in like part of SAG and involved in. Actually, movies. I have a friend who's a SAG member. So eligibility. So eligibility for movies begins on the first day of the year and ends on the last. Oh, original. Yes. Films must be submitted for consideration no later than six days after their release. Wow. Most categories are nominated by Academy members of the corresponding branch, i.e. producers nominate producers, actors, actors, blah, blah, blah. This does not include best film. So who, who nominates best film? Everyone does. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, and films... <laughs> That's a freebie that's on everyone's card. <laughs> and finally, films cannot be considered. They do not meet a certain diversity standard, which is recent and is still a little bit so if it was an all white cast no all white cast all males talk yeah okay. uh, it would have to it would be harder but I think if it could be proved artistically there was a purpose to that but they'd have to real jump through some yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get what you're saying so the reason this we're bringing this up is because Ooh. we're going to go into it but Barbie really had some interesting nominations Oh, it totally did. <laughs> and I'll be honest, this year especially, and we've known this for a long time, and, and you know, people don't come and, and, and cancel us for being dum-dums and idiots, uh-huh. but if there was a year that proved that people have an automatic seat at the table, mm-hmm. this was the year. Yeah. And I'm sorry, this is nothing to do with the movie. It was an excellent movie. It had a great amazing message and a story that needs to be told Caliza the Flower Moon and Scorsese has been elevated because of the name yes Scorsese it, Scorsese did nothing new with this no it's not it's even no. his top ten it's an excellent movie and someone who has been nominated in this Lily Gladstone deserved to be her interpretation of the character fantastic she wasn't even the character could be the most dull, boring, Debbie Downer of a character, yet her performance was so intoxicating and drawed you in, drawing yeah. you in, that drew you in, sorry. <laughs> That's how good an actor yes. she is. 
But Scorsese's, it, it was good. And it was like, well, Leo didn't get nominated. Leo wasn't fucking interesting. No. De Niro. No. Yes. I do agree or not. Yeah. He had, a good, he had a little bit of fun with that. I think he, because yeah. he's, he's, he's been a bit of a, a, a teddy bear recently. He was a little bit wiry in it. I'm not going to lie. You know. But that being said, Killers of the Flower Moon, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, it kept me going for three hours, but. Yeah. yeah. The other issue, and I right. say. You know, you've got the old guard always can have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Certain roles are going to get you a seat at this table. Yes. I don't mean to be this. I don't want to get cancelled. I love Sterling K. Brown. I like the first season of This Is Us. The second mm-hmm. season was basically just emotional porn, and I just didn't. <laughs> he is very easy to watch. Oh, He's yeah. a very good actor, very engaging. There is no no issue with his performance. Mm-hmm. But he got nominated for American Fiction. I'm sorry, just because you play a newly dis- found, you know, newly outed gay guy uh-huh. on coke doesn't mean your role is interesting. How original that character! There was people that should have got nominated for that. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna. You know what? I'm pissed off about the snubs, and we're gonna go into that in yeah. a bit. But. I know. It wasn't. He was. It was an interesting character. It was fun to watch. He was good. He did have some depth. He's a good. But it wasn't. I never sat there and go, "Wow, this is holding the movie." Yeah. But wow, a straight man playing a gay guy. That's when you. But when you put there. Yeah. News is this week. Um, what's his name? Common Domingo. Common Domingo, which I think is an amazing name, and I yeah. hope that. When he's, if he ever thought of changing that, his mum slaps him and goes, I named you that for a reason. I named you Coleman Domingo. But I get, but I'm like, wow, uh, a straight guy playing a gay guy. And it's I not, thought we were beyond that. Yeah, there was people that deserved that nomination more. Yeah. So that was my ick factor of it. Yeah. Do you I, have any ick factor before I move over to the big B? Oh, I mean, I have a ick factor that is uh, kin shaped, but I don't know if we want to talk about that one. Well, yet. we're going to go into the big B. Okay. So the big B was Barbie really did get the snub if. Right. Which, I'm not going to lie, I'm not so surprised that Margot Robbie did not get nominated. But what I am surprised about is that Greta Gerwig did not get nominated. She, the film, yes, it could come across as a fluff film, but she created depth. A bit like, have you seen Paddington 2? Yes, I saw it with you. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. But that's a film that could be considered a fluff film. But mm-hmm. when you look at how the storyline resolves, the emotional arc, the carry yeah. of it, yes, because you don't notice how good it's being crafted. Yes. And um, the thing with me in this, right, is that when you do scientific testing and psychological testing, you have controlled situations. You have the same factors for two different people. Mm-hmm. The fact is, this was a controlled situation, and you had Margot and you had Ryan. Uh-huh. The fact that they both went through similar arcs, I would say Margot's was slightly more tender. Yeah. And did comedy and levels that, you know, even the bit of when she tries to drink water and goes, I'm not used to their stuff being in that. Yeah. yeah brilliant. The fact that they decided to say that his was better, it screams like, well, good for him it's a bit like when you know you have a dad at the park and they're like oh isn't that amazing he's such a good dad you never say it to a mum no 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 and it was also that was the comment that was on all the gay feeds of like this is literally the antithesis of the plot of Barbie 
Margot Robbie was not yeah. nominated. Greta Gerwig was not nominated. But Ryan Gosling was nominated Maybe. for Ken, and I'm like, no. And I knew he would. I did say he was going to be nominated. You did totally. I think Margaret yeah. should have got it. Yeah. We always joke, what's in the feeds? Yeah. This was in the feeds. Literally, it was in the feeds. Uh, your hubs posted about it twice. Yes. <laughs> Literally. But it was in everyone else's feeds too. Now, as our friend Adam has said, Ryan does have a very good publicist. I do believe he generally beans it. He did mm. say that, you know, it is a, to say that their snubs is a disappointment is an yeah. understatement. I generally believe he, he felt that. Uh-huh. I am excited to see him perform um, I'm, I'm Just, just Ken. Ken. And uh, I'm I'm presuming that they're going to get most of the Barb, the, the Kens. The Kens. I, would, I would assume so. Yeah. Especially because for Billy, they just need her and Phineas and a guitar. Yeah, true. Um, America Ferrera obviously was nominated, which, which I, I thought she was going to be. Really yeah, cool. yeah. I don't think she'll win it. Uh, mine still is Joy Devine. I'm sorry, that mm-hmm. woman is lovely. Ma- um, America, uh, we, I've been, I didn't see the Sisterhood films, which I might sit down and watch one mm-hmm. time, but. I've loved her since Ugly Betty. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this is a well-deserved role. I think her monologue is amazing. Yeah, It's a little bit, though, like the... I'm just going to be used to the names today. Uh, Jennifer Hudson really won Dreamgirls because of her delivery of an I'm Telling You, yeah. which is a powerhouse performance. It's yeah. singing, it's acting, it's everything, and she did deserve it. The monologue is that is the equivalent this year of someone being nominated and yeah. winning for that song. Yeah. Good for her. She has said she did want to see her girls be celebrated. Mm-hmm. But, on a side note, do you know how, do you know who the first people to contact her were? Who? Um, the um, Sisterhoods all oh! a joint FaceTime. They're all oh! still friends. Like, oh! really strong friends. Oh. And they go, and apparently, three of them don't consider themselves as glamorous as one of them and every time they need some fancy stuff they basically just go Blake they, they invite themselves over to Blake's house and then one distracts the distracts her and the other goes raiding Blake's wardrobe <laughs> and Blake pretends like she doesn't notice but no the pain the thought they all literally all FaceTimed her Aww. joint FaceTimed her and were like this is stunning oh we love that um Hillary Clinton got involved um she did and it was everything I needed it to be made a statement saying Greta and Margot while it can sting to win the box office but not take home the gold your million of millions of fans love you you're both so much more than Knuff brilliant and finally the Victoria Police in Australia uh, put out a report saying Margot Robbie's been robbed Oh. In the home country. Oh, fair enough. So there was support, but it does feel a little bit like, uh, I would say my vibe is that Greta should have got, yes. without a doubt. Yeah. And I think Margot would have said, if one of us should have got one, it's Greta. Right. And I think Greta should have got Scorsese's place. Yeah, I totally agree. Greta over Scorsese. Yeah. And I think that, to be honest, if you're going to get Ryan one, though they put him in at supporting, which is probably why... Mm. Let's face it, they would have been in different categories, but that's just me. Do you have any more vibes on the Barbie situation? I don't. I, I think we covered what I was saying and picking up on. Do you have something else about it? No. Uh, I will just say that I still think the supporting actress nominations are going to be the one to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think there's more up in the air on that one. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I think yeah. that. I, I think I think Lily for Best Actress, to be honest, yeah. I think amazing performance... 
nothing to do I know when you say oh you mean woke culture no I, I generally think no, uh, Grounded stunning. Yeah. just took it through Yeah, I I think that there's no way that Cillian's not going to win for an Oppenheimer yeah. at the same time I'm a little bit I, I'm kind of getting that bored phase of the nominations but it's just me well I mean nominees one nominees one no surprise yeah no. Downey Jr. again still yeah no he was delicious in that role as so, I've said before yeah uh, my final thing is, and obviously, please jump in. I feel like it's been the Max show yet again. No, no, yeah. no, no. I think I it's interesting. The BAFTAs came out. So the BAFTAs is the British Academy of Film and Television Awards, and they were released at the same time. Barbie did quite well, actually. Mm, did Margaret get nominated? I believe she did. I should check. Well, Who's... I was to say I didn't look. Yeah, we're going to cover this one a little bit more. <laughs> I, I actually do have the notes. I were doing it without notes, but we should. I did actually oh. hmm. not so much bring up the notes, but I did was very clever to have our links ready. Oh, there you go. So, so we have outstanding. So we only have five films, whereas you have ten, and we have ten British movies. I like that. You're putting your country ahead of yourself. Oh, actually, she came first. Uh, yeah, Margot so did get one. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, well, from that list. And Fantasia uh, got one. So Fantasia didn't get nominated in America. But what I'm also seeing is that Lily is not on here for this is So this just came up, Lily. Yeah, yeah. So I put next to Lily Gladstone, Chicken Dinner. Why do I put Chicken Dinner? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. I, and this is curious because I wonder whether or not people do not recognise... Lily Gladstone in England because we don't have the cultural context of the uh, plight of Native Americans. Uh, it's potential, yes. Is that the right word? Sorry. Yes, uh, Native Americans yeah, or indigenous peoples. Indigenous or, peoples, yeah. Or First Nations. Any but, of those three that you would like to use, they are all but being But interestingly, used. Fantasia was there. Yeah. And again, another big moment in American culture, i.e. Colour Purple. I know it's yeah. not based on a true story, but inspired by... Except, but I'm yeah. sure that there are events that that would... Yeah. So I do think there were some cultural differences. Mm-hmm. I think that, and also again, you know, Barbie, Margot is Australian, and we do have a connection, right? I will say though that I was very disappointed uh, for the Oscars that um, all the strangers got no nominations, and that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I did see that again. Andrew Hay did more of his direction than Scorsese did. Uh, also my future husband like Andrew Scott, Scott. <laughs> Andrew Scott should have got a nomination I'm sorry should have got a nomination uh, Jamie Bell and Claire Foy they both got BAFTA nominations mm-hmm. again I can see why they didn't mm. but I but Andrew Scott Andrew right. Scott I, I, I just I just don't even get why they didn't get best adapted screenplay yeah and the fact that they reduced Barbie down to adapted because they just they're scared they're that, fucking that scared that burns me so much still I like we talked about this two weeks ago and it still <coughs> makes me so mad they're like, fucking adapted. scared like ugh we're gonna go more into a lot of stuff later but yeah. I just felt there was a lot of fear in the Oscar nominations this year uh, maybe not so much fear they were playing it safe they were pandering to... Panda. Let's face it's it. Pander. It's panda. Face it. Well, they just lost some pandas to China, so someone has to panda somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will just kind of say, though, again, Saltburn was snubbed, but I do feel that... Okay, I've got some thoughts on that one. I know, I know, I know, I know that, yeah, it's controversial in a sense that, yes, I can see why it can flip between the two, but the fact, like, it didn't get anything... So I'm going to say this. There were performances in that film that I do believe should be nominated. Like what? Uh, his 
I'm blanking on the actor. Bobby Keenan? Yes. Yeah. And then um, Rosamund Pike. Those two? Delicious. I mean, she can come to brunch with us. Is that an award enough? Uh, well, no, but I mean, like... like Yeah, where, I know. Where I mean, I was, yeah. She was a delicious, rich character. So, you know, those two not getting nominated... Yeah, I did. I think they Jacob. Win? No. no, he should never. No, no. I like Jacob. He's here's just tall. A, but here's the thing: they should have been nominated. <laughs> I don't think they should have won. No, but you know they should be nominated. Overall, I you know find that it's an adaptation of Elon Wo. You know, it could be nominated for adaptation. You know. So I'm yeah. going to throw in something at the yeah. end, and then we've got to move on because we are time, time, time. Yes. They should be an award, not for best original song, but for best song that found new life. Murder on the Dance Floor. That, and always or, on my mind, in when you watch um, All the Strangers, uh, they use the Pet Shop Boys always on my mind. Or I would say Closer to Fine and Barbie. Mm. Best use of... Um, pre-existing music. Yeah, no, I, I, I would, I would listen to that one because I think we don't actually acknowledge enough how much uh, a context of a song can change because uh, it brings you back to places. Back to yeah, I mean, honestly, I would be more like when you see the scene involving "Always on My Mind" in "All the Strangers," which uh, we will watch yes. together because the husband needs to see the end of it. Mm-hmm. I, you'll see how haunting that is, oh. um, but also you know it's my favorite Pet Shop Boys song, right? Like, so, again, we're going to follow this. I, we're not much to follow, really. We won't really know. We, we won't know until I the Oscars. I think the plan is to get all our beautiful equipment in and we're going to be, like, oh. watching on a night and stuff. And Remind me, we've got to figure out what day it is so I can take the Monday off afterwards. Yeah. So. My only vibe a little bit is... I don't think it's going to be... I, I, I don't know. I was really rooting for some something interesting and oh, I think oh you don't think there's going to be a Dark Horse win do you no, no. Uh, I think that June Dines June June DeVoy, DeVoy Randolph is going to win Best Supporting which she should it should always just be in a hand already I think uh-huh. Oppenheimer is going to take the two male leads yeah uh, Best Actor I can't I think is Cillian I think though his heels are being nipped by Paul Giamatti for the holdovers. Oh. I best director. I have no idea, but quite frankly, if it's Scorsese, I will be very. You'll flip tables. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, I'm going to quickly explain because we've got to dive on the end because we are reaching time, people. Um, Yeah, I'm. I'm still not quite. And and the other thing, the other best supporting actor that should have got in there uh-huh. is what's his face in May December. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. We're gonna yeah. go into this. I'm. I'm. You know, as you can tell, you're flummoxed. I'm flummoxed. It's just been very interesting. But the big thing is, I said the takeaway is from this is that the male co-star of Barbie got nominated above the director and producer stroke lead actress which yep. is essentially the sequel to Barbie and with that let's move on to the end yes and we're at the end yes do you have a gag and goot I don't have a gag and goot I have a gag and goot alright and American Airlines 
flight was forced to return to the gates due to a person farting. Oh, nauseous gas. No. Rumour has it. I'm going to do try. I read this and it stuck in my head, so I'm going to try and do it out of the top of my head. Yeah. There was an argument on the flight. Someone think, said that smells disgusting. Talking about someone who brought food onto the flight with them and said, you should smell this and farted. And it started a huge fight on the plane. They had to return oh. to the gate and the person with flatulence was removed. Oh, oh, that uh, turn I didn't expect for that story. Personally, the person that brought smelly food on the flight. Have you ever had so many food next to you on a flight? No, thank goodness. Knock on wood. When I, I came know. back from Mass Palomas, that was a kinky weekend. Um, <laughs> a couple sat next to me on my free person EasyJet flight with Burger Kings. Oh. And they sat down next to me. They opened up their Burger Kings. They pulled out a large fry and went, this is for you. And they bought the person next to them. They knew they'd be sharing on a room. Uh. And they said, will you be sharing with someone? Here's your fries. You can't oh. complain now. Oh, that's And nice. I enjoyed those fries. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet that was a really lovely way of doing it. Actually, that's a very nice way of doing it. One would use the word lovely, but what word, Daniel, would you use this week? So this word that we're going to use this week is brownmus, which is the gray skies on a winter day. We've had a lot of that recently. Say that word again? Brownmus. B-R-U-M-O-U-S. Brownmus. We say Cornish skies, but that yeah. sounds lovely. Yeah, I would say it's very appropriate for all the snow that we've been having. Do you have a petticoat lane? Uh, not one that I can say on the air. People, <laughs> the snow's melted. Walk faster. And if you have kids, don't. Just try and put them in front of you. <laughs> it's a really hard one. But we can walk fast now, people. Unless you have mobility issues when walking at own speed. But, you know, you know what I mean. But most of you don't. <laughs> Well, Daniel, the year has barely started, and we have... Have we set the agenda? No, no we have barely... <laughs> that one, didn't I? We'll keep this one in. Daniel, what a year it's been. Dear, we have barely even set the agenda. Happy January. Cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to Bitches With Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use. We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled. Cheers. Cheers.